the United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darien America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Ah, good afternoon, Chicago land, Evanston. Hello, you are listening to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. I'm back, y'all, and I got my producer extraordinaire with me, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hey, how's everybody doing? Oh, shucky ducky, quack quack. We hear y'all, and this is like. Pre-holiday for me, man. I'm fired up. I am turning 45 next Friday. I'm getting old, man. A couple of grays trickling in my beard, man. I got a couple trickling in my hair, my froby getting a little gray, a little tiny bit. But I must say, I'm getting excited. And I don't usually get excited about my birthday, man. My, <laughs> I'd have had some terrible, terrible birthdays. But ultimately... I'm happy that it's coming, even during today's times. I mean, this is rare, (laughs) y'all. We can't do nothing. We can't go nowhere. And the first question I always get from everybody, man, what you going to do? What you going to do? You can go out. You can go kick it. No, I can't. (laughs) Guess what? You can't either. And the thing is, that's why we getting in trouble, because people refuse to just follow the science. Man, it sucks. This quarantine stuff sucks. Even though I can't say, I'll I'll say this, I'll admit it. I can't say I've been quarantined. I mean, I think when it first hit us, uh, Randall told me, like, man, all right, you know, you can, this, uh, you'll still get paid, but this first day, you know, we're going to be safe. And I had one day (laughs) of quarantine, and Randall was like, nah, man, I need you to come back to work. We'll do the, and, and we're doing the social distancing thing. I mean, you all can't. See, Nancy, even if you're looking at the WCGO feed or my feed, Nancy is like 20 feet away from me. <laughs> She's on a whole other side of the glass. And she is very, yeah, she, she's very safe. And we practice safety, man. We wash our hands. We have enough sanitizer around here. So we're being safe. But we really can't do nothing, y'all. Um, I, was, I wanted to go to L.A., I wanted to go to L.A. I have a cousin that's out there, and I wanted to go visit him. I've never visited him in L.A., and I was going to go, even though my original plan was to go to Jamaica. But something that I've been doing for the station recently, they've given me an assignment where I make, I do news segments now, and these news segments are played across the country. Some of them, you know, there is, we, it's at least 50 stations I know of that they run my segments. So And it's called News For You. So I'm actually doing some news reporting. I mean, it's a five-minute segment, and then I do a, a, like a couple of two-minute segments, but those are more editorials. That's kind of it's how I see it. That's what it's called. So, yeah, man, and I actually did a story recently. It may have been like two days ago where Chicago is saying, if you visit any of these states, I wish I'd have brought the story with me, but any of these states you visit, you when you get back, you got to, Self-quarantine for 14 days. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) I can't be quarantined for 14 days. Is WCGO going to pay me for 14 days of quarantining because I decided to go and celebrate my birthday? Nah, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is not happening. But what am I doing, though? See, I got a couple of things I'm trying to do. Everybody knows, you know, if you've, you're my Facebook friend or you've known me, I was a big boy. I was in the 300-plus pound area once upon a time. I was a, I was diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic because I had gotten so heavy. And, man, I was, I was taking it on the chin, man. I, I couldn't swallow good. I was always thirsty. Man, when I went to the doctor and found out, and this was probably one of the most shocking things I've seen in my life. If you're one who uses a glucometer or you know anything about them, they can only go up to so much. So I think the highest reading, the one that they used at the uh, urgent care that I went to, the reading is 650. That's the highest it can go. The doctor looked at me and said, uh, Mr. Sims, the highest this can go is 650. Yours just says high. And she turned it around to me. And the, the words were H-I-G-H on it. <laughs> so she basically was telling me, man, you lucky you got in here when you did. And at the time, I was, you know, I had my kids with me for that weekend. They were maybe about 10 years old. And we were playing a, a video game. We were playing God of War. Now, why did I have 10-year-olds playing God of War? It's a very violent, <laughs> it could be a little bit risque, but they're my babies. I'm, they with me. I can explain a little bit. Um, so I was with them and I couldn't read the screen. I had a, like a 56 inch TV and I'm like, I can't see the screen. It was blurry, but I didn't understand. I'm like, man, whatever. You know, I just got to get a little closer. And, uh, finally the lady that I was dating, and that's probably the only thing she was good for. <laughs> Let me stop dissing people back. Cause she actually saved my life, you know? If she didn't be persistent and she literally took me to the urgent care and I found out that I was diabetic, I could have very well passed away. I could have been a tragedy because I'm a man and, you know, men don't like to go to doctors. <laughs> we don't go. I'm good. I'm going to tough it out. I'm OK. And that's actually a part of one of the, the topics that we're talking about today. And I'll get to that a little bit later. But, yeah, man. So I went on this tirade and I'm saying, man, I'm about to lose this weight. I'm sick of being fat. And you can see the difference. Now, I had been screaming to the top of my lungs about how I wanted a shirtless photo shoot. Well, I didn't quite make it to my goal, but it's a difference, man. So I'm going to take me a, maybe a picture or two versus the entire photo shoot. I'm going to take my shirt off or at least I'm going to open it real good. And you can see the difference. And I say this. 2021, I'm going to be shredded, man, because I don't plan on stopping this. I started this journey in August of 2019, August 21st, actually. So here it is almost a year later. You know, I'm approaching my birthday. I said I wanted to have it together by my birthday, and I chose the 10-month mark because my man's Michael B. Jordan, when he was playing Creed, and y'all seen him in um, Panther, that boy was chiseled. And he said it only took him 10 months. I'm like, 10 months? I could do that in 10 months. I'm going to be looking like Michael B. Jordan. Well, Michael B. Jordan didn't start from 350 pounds. <laughs> he wasn't looking like me. But he got there. And I'm like, all right. But within this 10 months, well, 11 months now, close to 11 months, it's a difference. My clothes fit a little differently. I mean, hey, the belly just ain't as big as it used to. But I had to make some changes. And that's, you know, I wanted to do that. So if you've actually experienced some weight loss, I don't mind talking about it, man. We need to talk. We need to have these conversations. 
Give me a call at 877-711-5611. Tell me how much weight you lost in the time you've been doing it. And everybody wants that, I was doing this for three weeks and I lost this much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there are some people who lose a lot of weight in a little bit of time. But some of us, and again, I'm, a, I'm in my 40s. It ain't going to fall off like it used to when I was a young man. You know, and I, and I took that for granted. I didn't pay attention to it. I was eating champ burgers for 99 cents, eating all these chicken wings and everything I'm not supposed to, 10 wings in, at 10 in the morning, all that type of stuff. You got to make an adjustment, man. So I told myself I wanted to be healthier and I wanted to be smaller. I mean, I'll probably never be too close to 200 pounds. I mean, I'm 260 now, but I haven't been on the scale in a while. So it could be, it could be lighter than that. But I don't see myself going past... 240 unless I make the effort to go past 240. And I don't even know if I want to be that small. I like my size. You know, I may take it down to 240, 235. That's my my game weight is 220. When I was the right fielder at Valparaiso, I was at 220. Well, I ain't played right field in a long time. You know, I played the field for a long time, but I ain't played right field in a long time. <laughs> so, but I do plan on taking some pictures. I did post on my Facebook page. I was looking for professional photographers. And, man, they definitely showed up and showed out. A lot of my fraternity brothers I didn't know were in photography. They was giving me a hard time. Like, frat, you ain't reached out. You know, I don't think you want to use us. You frat discriminating. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I don't know if I necessarily want my frat brothers to see me with my shirt off. I mean, they roast me bad enough as it is. <laughs> but I am going to have a few. I'm going to use a few photographers, actually, because I, I want certain photographers to do certain things for me. And my daughter, my baby girl, she even asked me to be my photographer. I'm like, man, in order for me to get a good photographer, I had to create her? <laughs> and I, I do want my baby girl. She volunteered. And I'm going to pay her, too. I ain't going to send her out like that. My son, when he DJs with me, I pay him. So I'm going to pay her to take her dad's pictures. And, I mean, that's that's just that's love, man. I want her to... Go on, I, hey, I could be her first client. And that's, you always remember the first one. Well, kind of. You know, sometimes you do. I, I, do I remember my first one? No, nah, I don't know. I, well, <laughs> I'm talking smack, but you always remember the first one. So we are coming up on a break. What state are we covering? Make sure you come back, man. I got a few things to say. And, I'm, I'm, I've, you know, I never finished up all my topics. But what are we talking about? This this is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. You can find me on Facebook. That's where I'm always at. You know, and I'm still supporting my independent artists. As a matter of fact, I need my theme song done, y'all. And I don't want to be the, I think that's so douchey if I did it myself. I mean, I can sing a little bit. Y'all know I sing. But I don't want to do my theme song. I want somebody else to do it. I want to hear another voice. So if you can create the Darian America theme song, I mean, I got some tracks. I'm a producer, too, and a writer, all that good stuff. But if you can come with the Darian, maybe I should make that a contest. There we go. If you can come up with the Darian America theme, you might win something. This is Darian America, WCGO, 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. You're listening to Fabian Soul, y'all. Fabian Soul. Let's get it. Let's go. Ah, welcome back, y'all, to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. That's right. Gonna turn this mother out. Man, that was my dude. MC Hammer was my dude, man. That was my first 
everybody, you know, I be looking at the post on Facebook and they say, who was the one that made you fall in love with hip hop? <laughs> Mine was MC Hammer. That boy could dance. He could move. His beats was, I really couldn't care less about what he was saying. I was a kid, man. And my mother, if you know my mother, Mama America, <laughs> she wasn't letting no hip hop go on in her house. So it, I didn't start listening to rap until I, honestly, my first tape, yeah, I'll be 45 next Friday. <laughs> my first tape that I bought was Snoop, uh, was it Chronic? No, that's Dre. That was the Chronic. What's my name? Snoop Dogg. I can't, I'm so old, I can't even remember the name of the, the uh, Doggy Style. That's it. Yeah, I'm getting old. Nancy, I'm getting old, man. Well, I'm right behind you, like a day. Yeah, well... <laughs> Ladies don't get old. They just glisten. You can't ask no woman her age no way. So That's you're right. only 22. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So I did want to ask this, though, because I was talking about going somewhere for my birthday. But what you all think about this quarantining for two weeks? Yeah. So there's a list. And like one of the, the segments that I did, there's a list of states that if you visit, when you get back, you're supposed to self-quarantine. 14 days. So my first question was, how do you police that? How you going to tell me where I came from? You know, and even people from the states that they're saying, if you come and visit us, you need to quarantine for two weeks before you even can kick it. So what you going to do? You're going to start pulling over people from California. You see California license plates, you pull them over. You know, our rental cars are really not from Illinois. They send these cars and ship them everywhere. So you can always say, this is a rental car. I'm from Chicago. But then once you pull your ID out and it says California on it, you're going to jail, dog. <laughs> but what do you think about that, man? Give me a call here at 877-711-5611. Let me slow down because people say I say it way too fast. 877-711-5611. This is AM radio. I can't be getting my FM on. What do you think about that? I still don't agree with it. I have my issues with COVID-19 and, and I'm being safe, you know, rather be safe than sorry. And if we're following the science and if they say you can't go on out to ABC, XYZ, I'm, I'm listening. But like I said, I go to work every day. So, hmm. There's supposed to be like this big race between the countries to, to come up with who's going to have the uh, the antidote first or the cure. Are you going to take the cure? I've even asked that. Are you going to take the cure for COVID-19 if it, when they come up with it? I mean, can you force everybody in America to take this cure? I don't know, man. It's still, it's such a, a place of unknown. And we're enduring it, man. I don't know. I, I, well, I know I don't want to take it. I, I don't even take flu shots. And I do think it can be survived. But there's so much information out there. And because of how we are with the internet, there's so much stuff how many people are still doing the steam treatment? You sticking your face in that pot of boiling water with the orange peels and the the um, the sea salt. Y'all still doing that? Especially as hot as it is in Chicago right now and that stupid mask make you sweat. I was trying to shop for my birthday. I was, you know, and that, that was a proud moment too. And I ain't going to stay too long on this. But I had bought some suits back when I was graduating from Illinois Media School. And... You know, they was like, buy one suit, get two free. So I came up. I bought all these suits, man. I had four suits. So I just had them. I never did anything with them. I took them to get tailored at, at, at um, K&G. That's where I bought them from. And 
they was like, man, we can't do nothing with this. We're going to charge you an arm and a leg because these are way too big. So I poke my little chest out. I'm like, hey, look at that. I can't even fit the suit. So they actually exchanged it. Now, these suits are, but I never, you know, they was just sitting in my closet inside the garment bags. But they was like, man, because you lost so much weight, we don't want to, like, break your back on the charges for this. So we'll just exchange them. That was very, that was legendary service. That's customer service because they could have very easily been like, man, no, you don't have no receipt. This is past 90 days. Well, it's way past 90 days. But they actually exchanged two of my suits for the smaller size. They still had to be tailored. You know, I, that's how they get you at KNG with the buy one, get one free or whatever with the suits. None of them are tailored. So you got to get them hemmed and cuffed if you a real suit wearer. And you you got to make them look nice, man. I'm a real suit wearer when I have a chance to wear them. So. I was proud of that. And that was very nice of KNG doing that, even though my KNG is not coming back due to the riots. They, <laughs> they, they told them up, man. The one on Stony Island, if you know what I'm talking about, you know exactly what I mean. They're not coming back, but it's still the one on 95th, so I just got to travel outside of my area to go. So The sports are coming back. Oh, okay. See, look at me running my mouth. I ain't even paying attention to my clock, man. I'm just talking. I'm not missing. I'm not hitting none of my little topics. Well, I'm going to just briefly say sports are coming back, you know, and the, the athletes have been a little ticked off about it. Some of them have opted out. I understand, you know, and they make enough money where they can sit out a season. I can't do no quarantining for two weeks, but they can sit out a whole season, and they'll be back next year. So, honestly, I really think maybe that we we should shut the sports down. That's how I feel. I don't think we – I mean, I, I am bored to an extent, and I would love to see my beloved Cubs, even though I'm from the south side, and I know y'all going to boo me and razz me. That's okay. I stand with my team. But I'm from Chicago. But if I had to choose, and the only time I would have to choose is the World Series, I would love to see the Cubs and the Sox play. But I want them to be safe, man. And if they're telling us we got to be safe, then let's be safe. So – I will say what state we're covering because I've been gibbering this whole time. We are covering the state of the male psyche. And I mentioned that I touched it real briefly before uh, we, you know, we got into this whole segment. What do men be thinking? Well, guess what? I'm a man and I'm going to represent all men. So everything I say from this point, I'm saying it for all men. So if you got a problem with that, give me a call at 877-711-5611. I'm going to let you kind of dig into our mind, and I'm going to pull the velvet rope back a little bit. You're listening to Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. It's one of my favorite singers right there, y'all. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay. Back to the show. And welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Summer Cash 95.9 FM. We are covering the state of the male psyche. 
And I've been running my mouth so long, man, on other stuff that I didn't get to some things. So I may have to chop out some more of my notes. But it's always good to have too much and not enough. And I never want to be caught on the air with nothing to say. But we know me. I can always come up with something. So I am going to touch on, you know what, Let's, let me just get into it. I may, I may miss some things. Men in relationships. Ladies, I know you wonder what be going on in our minds. And if you want to chime in, please call me at 877-711-5611. Or you can leave it on my Facebook page. Or you can inbox me. You can text me, whatever. But I want to say this. Men want to be happy, too. Men want to be happy. Trust and believe he wants to be happy. But I say this out loud. A lot of men don't know how to be happy because they don't know exactly what it is that makes them happy. <laughs> so I said that five times fast. How crazy is that? Yeah, you think you are a great girlfriend and you're doing him so good. You think rubbing his shoulders and fixing his food, that should make him happy. Well, it don't necessarily make him happy because it's expected. You know, depending on how his home, his upbringing was, that's what you're supposed to do. When you approach this relationship with this man, you are supposed to do certain things, just like he's supposed to do certain things for you. And a lot of people feel like it's not equal. You know, it's not equal. Why it ain't 50-50? Why he can't bring my plate to me? Well, we as a society have set up these, these borders where you say that a, man is, a man's job is to do this. A woman's job is to do this. Well, now the lines have been blurred in 2020. Well, it's been blurred a long time before 2020. But you want to know why he does the things that he do. Why does he cheat? Well, this is not going to be popular, what I have to say. But there's only truly two statuses. Either you're married or you're single. And nobody wants to agree with me on that. And that's fine. You don't have to agree. And we can agree to disagree. But you have to understand something. If you've been in a relationship, <laughs> a relationship for 10 years, I got one question for you. Why? Why are you in a relationship for 10 years? Why do you let this man keep you? In, and, I'm, and I'm blaming the men. I'm letting him blame you. Well, I'm, letting, I'm blaming men. You let this man keep you for 10 years. You have to realize something. Nobody's going to get their way the whole time. Men are very aggressive. We want our way all the time. We're the ones, we're taught that you have to, you got to take it on the chin, man. You got to go out here. You got to get it. I don't know if women truly understand that. And then considering his, his upbringing, a lot of men aren't brought up to be with one woman. They're not. They're taught, man, you ain't a man unless you can pull her, you can pull her, you can pull her. I'm going to tell you something from my own existence. And I tried to make sure I didn't do this. But when I was coming up, I was the baby. I was the youngest out of the, all of the grandkids. I was the youngest, the youngest male. They put crazy pressure on me. My, my big brother, my cousins, they, them dudes are handsome. 
a lot of them look better than me. And, I, you know, I'm very confident in how I look, even with the bogus uh, grill, you know. But they used to kind of make, make me feel, make me uncomfortable. And my mother used to try to defend me. So you got this woman who's standing here with this little boy behind her leg telling these other boys that are close to my age or a little older how they should treat me. And they really put a lot of pressure on me. They're like, man, you, you got to know how to talk to women, man. This was, our <laughs> this was our family motto. You come from a long line of thoroughbred humperinos. Only land pipe where it needs fixing. Now, can you imagine saying that to an eight-year-old boy? A 10-year-old boy? A 12-year-old boy? You trying to figure it out. I mean, they made me very uncomfortable. And I went through my life, a lot of my life, not knowing. This is what I thought I was supposed to be because I had to measure up in their sight. My cousins and my brothers and, and everybody, I needed to make them proud. Well, I'm not the only one. A lot of men have been treated like that. But this ain't nothing new, y'all. This goes back to the book. My favorite book of the Bible, Job. I love that book. Because if you notice that I'll be brief, and, I, and trust me, I'm not a Bible thumper. I can't quote scriptures and all of that. But that story, it touched me. Job never lost his faith in God. And God and the devil had a conversation, and the devil was telling God how he was going to turn Job against him, basically. I'm telling y'all stuff y'all already know. But long story short, the devil did everything he could. He took Job's wives. He took Job's cattle. He touched Job and made Job have boils. And Job was not understanding why. And he, he wouldn't question God. But the devil was trying to get him to question his faith. So... Once God allowed the devil to do everything he could to Job and he saw that Job wasn't going to break, God gave him twice fold everything he had lost, which included wives. Yeah, Job didn't have one wife. Job had wives. And when his wives were killed by the devil, God doubled them. So this is something that was taught from the beginning of time. but. The purpose for these wives were supposed to be for population, creation, and it was to take care of the family unit. And this man was supposed to go out and take care of the family unit. And he had his multiple wives and he was building, building a race. Well, these aren't the biblical times, y'all. And we have decided in North America that men are going to be exclusive with one woman. But if you're not taught that in the home, and a lot of us come from single parent households, and most of the time those, that single parent is a woman, she is in charge of teaching you as a boy how to become a man. Wow. That's rough. I don't think any woman should be tasked with that. That's impossible in a sense because... She's not a man. She can teach you how to be a good person. And my mother definitely taught me how to be a good person. I think I'm a good person. You know, I, I have my, 
I like to use myself because if I can't say it to myself, who can I say it to? I won't say nothing to you that I'm not willing to say to myself. I'm a good person. I got flaws. And it's not that I came from a single-parent household intentionally. Again, my father passed away. If he could have been here, I'm sure he would have. But my daddy made me at 56 years old. Man. And 56 is not old in a sense. I mean, he's, I think my father should have been here at least until his 80s. But he had an, an affliction. Alcohol got the best of him, and he had some stress. And he let that stress get him. I worry about that a lot because I stress a lot. I'm a perfectionist. And I do stress a lot. I hate when things don't go the way they're supposed to. But I need you to consider where these men are coming from and where their ideologies are coming from. To be a, a serial cheater, an habitual cheater, some of that is learned behavior. But again, the only ones that can cheat are those who go into this written contract saying that I will love you, have you hold you for rich and for poor, for sickness and in health until death do us part. That's the contract that you signed. When you're in relationships, these, these situations, <laughs> you're allowing yourself to deal with the loophole. Have those conversations, man. Tell that man, look, I want a future with you. I want to grow with you, and I want, to, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Is that something you're looking for from me? And if he says no, don't get mad. What you get mad for? What are you going to get mad for? He's being honest. He's letting you know. If he's not trying to marry you, and I, try to, I hate to put time on things, but time waits for no man. But he needs to have an idea as to what it's going to be. How long are you going to live with him before you marry him? Before he marries you? Because we don't want women to propose. I don't want no woman getting on her knee telling me, I'm Darian, will you marry me? No, get up and give me that ring and let me get down there. <laughs> but today's, everything has been blurred, man. The, the traditional man is not the traditional man anymore. The traditional woman is not the traditional woman anymore. She worked too. Why would I require her to fix my plate when she didn't done eight hours? She may have done 12 hours. And only the only way we can survive as a couple is for her to do those 12 hours. And I'm going to say this before we go to break. 2021, D-Silk getting married. I don't know the who yet, so. <laughs> We're coming right back, y'all. The Chronicles of the American Night. The Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. That's Marcellus Wyatt, y'all. Ah, welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We've been talking about the state of the male psyche, and I, I, I totally, like, gypped you all, because I was supposed to do more, but I was so excited about talking about my birthday coming up. I, hey, time waits for no man, so... We can always revisit topics, and we will. I mean, hey, maybe I might bump, this, bump the show up to two hours. It's a possibility. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. So we're going into the Chronicles of the American Night. Man, this is a segment that you all seem to like, and I do get some, uh, some inboxes. So this is my version of Dear Darian. And 
trust me when I say to you, I'm only a few credits short of my psychology degree, about 124. <laughs> I am no expert, but opinions are just like backsides. Everybody got one. I got one too. So And they all stink. Yeah, man. Everybody's <laughs> do. Don't be trying to act like yours mm, don't stink. Yes, it do. J Lo stink. Beyonce stink. Rihanna stink. I'm let me stop. I was getting ready to say some stuff. <laughs> hey, I'm an old man. I, I should start being able to be dirty. I'm old. I smell they backsides. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm okay. Let me stop. All right, y'all. Check it out. First question. I just came into a big lump sum of money, $10,000 to be exact. If it were you, what would you do with it? That's an awesome question, man. That is an awesome question. And the first thing I want you to do, and Nancy, I'm going to give you a chance to talk on this too, because if I get you some money, I don't see what Nancy Drew will come up with. She'll solve more mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> but don't trick it off, man. Take your time with it. Mm. Is the money going to go anywhere? I mean, can it sit for a minute while you get things in order? Take your time and be wise with it. If you already got money and you can afford to be lavish with it, then spend it on yourself. Spend it on people that matter to you because it's only money. But if you don't have money and you came into this, be wise. Make some investments, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, and I'm not an expert. Nancy, what do you think? If somebody, if you came up with $10,000, what would you do with it? Darian, I have to agree with you. You have to be wise. Very first thing I would do is pay off debt. Mm. It is it is a dream and freedom to be debt free. So if you have money and you have debt, pay off debt number one. Mm. And then after debt is paid off, I would say save, mm. invest for your future, for retirement, and then give. I couldn't say it better myself. That makes sense. A lot of people don't want to pay off their debt. And one of the shows I, I produced during the week, the Jared Dillian show, he's a, he's a rich guy. And <laughs> that's his moniker. That's one of the things he says. Pay your debt down. You know, so that might be the move. Really look at your debt. Mm -hmm. Look and see what, what it is that you owe. And, yeah, I know it sucks. <laughs> I know it sucks, man. You probably owe them student loans. You owe some stuff, pay your debts. And if you can pay off your debts, then look to see if you got something left over, if you can invest it, fine. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really make that money work for you. Because $10,000, when you say it out loud, it sounds like a lot. And if I found it on the ground somewhere, yeah, it would be a lot. $10,000 ain't nothing. This ain't 1965. <laughs> this is 2020. $10,000 ain't, ain't much. But don't be stupid, though. Don't go flossing because material things can get stolen from you. They'll take it. You go go ahead and get that big, stupid-looking chain. Somebody snatch it off your neck, and they faster than you is gone. So that would be my advice. Okay. Question two. My best friend has been pillow-talking about me with his girlfriend. Let me, let me, I'm going to read it off the screen because my notes didn't uh, print out all the way. Um, my best friend has been pillow-talking about me with his girlfriend. Something he said has gotten back to me, and he said this to me. Man, I, don't, I can't write. <laughs> okay, something, has, something he said got back to me, and he said this about me to his girl. I'm not mad at him, but I'm disappointed. What should I do? That is a good question, and pillow talk is exactly what it is. I don't listen to people saying I heard this about you. I don't listen to it. 
Because it's just like when you're standing in that long line, and I know we all did this in, in grammar school, where we whisper the secret and you pass it on. It never is, is, is explained the way that it came from the teacher from. Somebody didn't change it. Somebody didn't hear you. It always gets convoluted. So, yeah, he shouldn't be pillow talking about you, but don't act like it doesn't happen. People share things with you, I could say their mate, or the person that they laying down with. You need conversation after you finish the deed. <laughs> Nobody is quiet unless they went to sleep. They're going to talk about things. And if you have people in common, yeah, you're probably going to talk about those people in common. That's why you shouldn't, you know, and it, it always happens. You hook your boy up with your girl's best friend. Soon as you get a girl and y'all, you in a relationship, yeah, this is my woman. What's your boys ask you the first thing? She got any friends? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Be a savage on that. And if they end up connecting without you, that's on them. But don't leave yourself open and available for that, man. You, sh you should not let that happen. You shouldn't be talking about your boys, man. But the best thing that I would suggest you do, especially, talk to your boy. Have a conversation with him. Don't let this fester. And talk to him right away. And talk calmly. You ain't got to fight your boy, man. I mean, come on. People have natural hate. When, when I say hate, I don't mean I, I despise you. They want to they wanna be you. And I teach my kids. I've taught my son that he, don't, he hasn't grasped it very well, but my daughter has. It's, it's not what you think of me. It's what I think of you. You can, be, you can totally love me. Man, Darian is a good dude. I love him. He's the best. But it won't matter unless I think something of you. You could love me and I can despise you. And that has happened. So I definitely don't want you to lose your boy. You know, be just, just talk to him about it. And that's man code, yeah, the male psyche. You shouldn't be pillow talking with somebody else and to get back to him. But he should, if anything, he should be able to say to you what he said to her. And that'll go away. What do you think, Nancy? I have to agree with you 110%. Go talk to him, have a conversation, express how you feel. Hmm. Look at that old D Silk kind of smart there. <laughs> Shuggy ducky quack quack. <laughs> all right, man, these are some these are still good topics, man. I, I like that you all are relying on me and thinking that I might know something. So keep them coming, man. If you want to chime in, of course, you can always call at 877-711-5611, or you can inbox me or text me, whatever. Just holler at your boy, and I'll keep you. I mean, I'll keep you uh, anonymous. I ain't said nobody's name yet, have I? <laughs> All right, y'all. Here's question three. I'll throw this out real quick. I'm really into this guy. He doesn't trust me. We've had some incidents in the past, but I know he's who I want to be with. He says he loves me, but he's not making any plans about our future. Should I cut my losses and just move on, or should I try to make it work? That's always the ultimate question, man. How long is too long to stay? Should you stay? It's, at the end of the day, this is, a, of course, this is a lady. I don't, I don't know if I'm smart enough to do same-sex relationships, but I can only try. But this is from a lady. <laughs> um, you all really need to have certain conversations. That is something that we take for granted. We don't converse enough. Know where his mind is. And don't be, you know, if he's not really making plans, what, what plans are you making? What plans are you making for your future? What are you doing to better yourself? And how can he be a part of it? 
Can you be a part of his future? Can you help him? Can he help you? If you're not having these certain conversations and these things aren't coming up, it's not so much about you cutting your losses because he say he love you. Well, he love you. Maybe he does. What are you doing to make the situation better? It's not one, it's not one side of y'all. You got to help. You got to do some things with each other. So that's my show, man. It's been fun. It went too fast. This is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. I will see you hungover after my birthday. We out. <laughs> and you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.